I think so. Are those numbers moving? All right, then we're going. Want to start it off? Hey, welcome to our Feel Good People. Hey, broadcasting from a changed world. Yeah, man, the pandemic fucking podcast. I gotta say, our uh, comments. Uh, we both talked about this, and we talked about it with Daco. Couldn't make it today, but we're talking about how, man, some of the comments we made last podcast were embarrassing. Oh yeah, it, it, so- <laughs> it changed so fucking quickly. Everything is moving. Two weeks ago, it was a completely different world. Yeah. Everything is moving so fast and so slow at the same time. Yeah. You know, everything is halted right now. I mean, yeah. not really. Not for me, personally. I mean, I... I granted, I don't... You're kind of sticking it. The, I don't... I, I I mean, nothing changed in my world because I'm an introvert anyways, you know? I right. don't got a nine you to five. You stay in a lot. I don't got a nine to five. I'm not getting fired from any job or nothing, right. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, most media I consume these in fact, days. Lot, the world's just kind of coming around to being like more like you. Exactly. I'm more in fashion. <laughs> You're becoming the new standard. Right. You're but, like Bane. You were born in it. But it's stopping where it's like, yeah, like food and shit was like it's getting scarce and shit, you know? That's the scary part. Also, uh, I was going to say like another weird thing. Like, I don't work, right? I got laid off. Yeah. But, uh, Another weird thing. What's weird for me, where like as far as just difference every day, if I have to go to the grocery, I try not to go out. But if I have to go to the, say like the grocery store, <coughs> I there's a for sure a blanket of anxiety I'm living in when I'm doing it. Yeah. Like when I every time I touch a debit pad, I think like how many people have touched this debit pad? Right. Coughed on it, sneezed on it, especially at Walmart, which is like the main store in our town, our small town. And most of, like, they have two cashiers and then self-checkout. Yeah. And it's like, no one's really policing those self-checkout debit No, things. no. No one's wiping those motherfuckers down. The banks, and, any ATM or anything you go the to. That's thing, because they're saying don't handle cash, because you could spread it through cash. But I feel like... I'm going to take my chances with cash almost. I, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like you hand a dollar bill to someone, they put it in the cash register. But there is a part of me that's like, yeah, but what about... uh the de- everyone touches the debit machine then 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 you limit yeah. down to like that's why i kind of like my i got tap enabled on my card yeah because i don't even really have to touch the debit machine i just kind of press my card to it yeah totally which is good but uh, yeah it's even just thinking about it now it's hard for me where i just went into esso but like i'm always like putting my hands on the counter and leaning you know and doing stuff yeah. just with my like uh natural just kind of nervous energy like i'm always rocking my body when i'm standing somewhere so like yeah, I'm always, like, you know, leaning up against the counter, being like, hey, man, whatever, you know, tapping on the counter and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a nail biter, too. Mm. I fucking suck my fingers dry. I rub my eyes a lot. I yeah. rub my eyes a lot. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's nervous. And it's like one of those things, like, every time I go to make a purchase, I'm like, is this it? Right. Is this when I get it? And it's like, there's two, <clears throat> in our town, there's, two, there's rumored to be two Dawson cases now. Okay. I mean, that was yesterday. So now, we're giving out fast advice. Probably, that probably means there's 400 confirmed cases by the time we record this. But, like, two in Dawson, and they say, like, it's like 14 days you can walk around with no symptoms. It's yeah. probably been here for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because those are just the two that got tested. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's funny. I'm still... The um, biological f- fear of being sick is not hitting me yet. 
It's definitely hitting me. Because I, I especially think the more you find out, yeah. the weird thing about it. I heard one lady say it felt like breathing glass. And that scared the shit out of me because I already yeah. got lung problems. Yeah. And like, I already, it already feels like I breathe glass sometimes. And I've been <laughs> tested for everything in the book. I've had like MRIs. I've gone through it all. Mm-hmm. Nothing came up. I literally think I like just have like a very, very early case of like, you know. CP, CPD or something, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. some some lung thing or like emphysema, some just long, early, some that will take forty years to actually long, show up, right? Some long form lung thing, yeah, some uh, fucking tuberculosis or something, um, yeah. So, but and I've been through that. I've been through very hypochondriac times of like mm-hmm. every step. I'm worrying about natural death coming my way, you know. Yeah, but for some reason that hasn't hit me yet of this covid yeah it's it's weird because it's like the thing that scares me is how little they seem to know about it in the way that like most of my scary information actually comes from rogan's podcast that i've been paying attention to yeah because he talks about he's like i the weird and he said the same thing he's like the thing that's scary is like there are doctors who are like this thing isn't that bad and then you read other doctors like this is the worst thing ever Mm -hmm. like no one has a there's no solid one opinion to look at and yeah. and also the cases are so varyly he's talking about how uh you know they're saying like if you're like under like 60 or 50 you should be okay mm-hmm. and then and then but then there's outliers where there's like a 20 year old fifth fitness instructor who got it bad and almost died he yeah. said he had a friend who's in great shape amazing shape got it almost died got out of it mm-hmm. but he, he was in the hospital he said he thought he was going to die yeah yeah and he's like that's what time. scares me cuz he's a young fit guy and he's like they're thinking like it might have something to do with your blood type apparently mm. if you have a right it's the worst o is the best huh. i don't know what my blood type is i called mom the other day and she had no idea yeah yeah i was with mom and i was mm. saying i think mine mm. is a b blood type i think mine is a b blood type too that's the most I remember, common right i remember thinking that yeah yeah and i remember thinking that Going back through your memories and looking at sheets, you know, yeah. going for blood test sheets and mm-hmm. shit. I think I remember seeing a B, if anything, B well, positive. Too. I had a paper. Oh, so it was just like one of those frustrating moments. I had a paper. It was a lab of mine. Right. To get uh, work done, get a lab done. I just hadn't gotten in to go get that lab done. Mm-hmm. And I went to look for it, and the day before, Jamie fucking threw it out when she was cleaning. <gasps> I was so fucking... Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I beat her to a bloody pulp. Oh. Two black guys right there, dude. That's why I haven't seen her. Hell yeah. Um, Don't mess with the boss's papers. Oh, fuck. Especially medical papers. Come yeah. on. Oh, dude. I yeah. do that, too. I save up those, like, yeah, you're like, you know, because it's like, oh, I can get a blood test done. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. I'll do it Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, because I have to get shit done during the week or whatever. Yeah. So you just hang on to it. Yeah. And it's like having a nice little pass. It's like getting a pass in a video yeah. game, you know, where it's like a free medical checkup, you know? Yeah. I like I like getting blood tests done and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a nice little procedure. It's a nice little getaway, I feel like. Yeah, just getting... I don't mind the needles either. Checker. I'm not a needle guy. Needles scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. I always just have a nice chat with the nurse or whoever. Um... But yeah, so they think maybe it could be your blood type affects how bad you get it, and they think maybe it's vaping could affect how bad you get it. Really? Yeah. It's like a couple different things where it's like, and now there's like a huge new group of cases of mm-hmm. young people getting it. Right. But they also think that could be because of spring break. 
because of the dummies who like went out for spring break yeah there was a that clip of like people down in florida i believe um was it florida i didn't see the clip i think i think so i might have like just scrolling down twitter seen like it's a pretty pretty famous clip of young people saying they're not canceling their spring break because they had a plan for so long like two months (laughs) something like that (laughs) yeah it's just a bunch of people on the beach and shit weddings wedding i remember i have a friend who like uh his sister's getting married in Mexico, and they spent thirty-two hundred dollars on plane tickets, and the airport will not refund them That's the sucks. tickets. They're like, "You can get a, you can get a voucher." And he's like, "I don't want a fucking voucher. I just want my thirty-two hundred dollars." Yeah, that's a, so much money. That's the scariest part to me is the way society is kind of collapsing. Scariest, and I gotta be honest, exciting part. There's a part of me. A little excited for like a Mad Max bit. I don't think that's the thing. I don't think I think society wants to hold together. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna collapse. Yeah, especially since I mean, people. I don't think it's gonna fully collapse. Right. But I, I think in a month or two, if things don't get up, we're looking at riots. And you shit. think so? I no think so. way. I think riots. So. I don't know. I think. I think. You know what I? You know what I really think it is. <coughs> honestly. Hmm. Like, if for some reason uh, the electrical grid goes down or the internet goes down, that's mm-hmm. when we start people getting really squirrely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that when people, people have up. nothing to like look at or entertain themselves while they're we're yeah. cooped up. You know? Yeah, that might fuck them up. That's what I was thinking. I was like, if the fucking internet goes down right now, that might that would be a that would be my state of emergency at the moment. Just because no one I know has it, I don't have it. That would fucking and it's suck. like if the internet goes down it's like fuck this is this sucks because it's yeah. like your only companion yeah no more norath fags norath fags is my video game kind of group that i do on the weekend why you don't need oh why do you need internet for that no i just don't want to get no get i don't want to go oh out. i see in general yeah okay i get what yeah. you mean i thought you're talking about specifically the internet thing but yeah yeah it's not a good idea to fucking hang out right now at all no We've plowed through some movies. Oh, yeah. That was good. I mean, We've people, been doing a lot people of you watching. know it's fine. Honestly. Yeah, uh, it, well, we live together. So it's like, you know what I mean? We're not you, staying it, away from each other because we live together. Yeah. And I love you. Same yeah, with yeah. like, I'm not going to not hang out with fucking Dakota. Exactly. If Dakota exactly. gets it. I mean, I might as well get it too. Unless he's got a confirmed case. I'm going to say, don't fucking. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to let him you're in. Not, you're like, an idiot. You're not going to be like. I'm not going to open my doors to uh, it. Uh, but but, but I'm he, not going to stop seeing the people that I see either. That's the way like a lot of comedians in New York are handling. Like uh, Dan Soder and Big J and Ari and them all do a big hang still. Yeah. They all go over to someone's apartment and hang out. Although I guess like, I don't know. I guess New York's getting super authoritarian about it because it's so bad over there. Yeah, isn't that one of the cities where it's like you get fined? You get fined uh, for doing frivol- for like frivolous just walking around. Which, which, is like, which is a thin line, right? It is. It's like, I get it. I totally get Yeah, you, I, I agree. You should stay in. You should stay in. Yeah. And you shouldn't a go out. A fine is a good thing to scare people, too. Right, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's, in a weird way, it's too authoritarian, too much. It can be The government, when it's so easily, it's weird. In a weird way, it's weird that they can just do it like they've been doing it now. Yeah. Like, like it just enforce people just staying in their homes. Yeah, it's very 1984. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, because I get on both sides of the fence. I get people being like, well, it's a pandemic. They have to, like, we got to do something to... to to convince people to stay in. Yeah. 
and then uh so i get that i do get that side of it but it's like it's just like how with like 9-11 they gave the government a ton of power as far as like uh keeping people out of the country and stuff yes. that they never really let go of mm-hmm. you know it's like once you know there's like a little part of me that does for sure i'm not like an anti-government guy i'm not like a libertarian but I, do think the, but I do think the government will do shady shit given the opportunity, given the power. Yeah. It wants, it wants power, right? The, the government as a whole system for sure would love the power just to tell you to go home and stay there whenever they want. So it's weird to... The game is rigged. The house always wins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's your... That's a realization you come to when you become a man. It's that fucking the yeah. government doesn't have your fucking back. Yeah. Well, you, the I mean the real fucking the real government, the real fucking. Well, I was gonna say like the real realization for me was like that whole Franklin scandal thing. Once you start reading into that, mm-hmm. that's when you start to really distrust people yeah. of power. Oh yeah. About that's... how like people hire up military generals and stuff like that were having like boy sex slaves and stuff. Yeah. And then. I hate to say it, but what's that Bohemian Grove thing? Mm-hmm. That footage of all those people in robes around a giant fucking owl statue. That's weird. Like, no one can look at that and tell me that that's not fucking nope. weird. I'm not a conspiracy guy, really. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Alarm clock goes off. Yeah. Wake up when you see that, you know? <laughs> yeah. You Tim wake Dillon, up. Tim Dillon said it best, I think, when he's like, after Epstein, everyone's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, no, that's I- the main thing in the world right now. We're a fucking conspiracy world. Yeah, so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you can't, I mean, like, I think, I, I didn't watch the video yet, but right. there's a video where Owen Benjamin was talking about he doesn't believe in viruses, he doesn't think they're real. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> I gotta watch it. But it's like, good old Owen Benjamin, man. Oh, you can always count on him to say some fucking... <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, can't even say out there shit, it's just, it's yeah. too far out there. Legion of Skanks are doing a podcast, the three original guys, I don't know how they're gonna do it. I bet you anything they're gonna be at home yeah because I, I know dave's not allowed to leave the house right last legion of skanks it was but his girlfriend Lewis, told him he can't Jay, leave. zach and mike feeney i think okay and uh they did the, it at gas digital studios all the podcasts i've listened to are skype skype yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, i think and it's probably is gonna be how it's gonna be handled yeah but um <laughs> yeah uh dave wasn't there and they alluded to like Dave just being pussy whipped or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so funny because Lewis was so sick, <laughs> like he had some sort of cold or something, and yeah. he was like really pale, and he was like drifting <laughs> in and out of the conversation. <laughs> he looked so sick, and he was, and like they're smoking out of a fucking you know uh, those rubber pipes. No, those rubber are just like pipes. Okay, yeah, they're kind of like bendable, so you can like get all the THC crystals out of them if you freeze them. You right, know? right. Louis had like a long Gandalf version of it. Uh-huh. So it's this long pipe, but it's like, because man, that material is really floppy and dildo like almost. And him and Big J were both smoking out of it. Like they were passing it around, even though Louis is clearly so ill. <laughs> the way you're describing it, yeah, sounds like he's just clinging on to life. <laughs> like fucking, sounds like he's he fucking, lo- he what's lo- his name? The monkey from. Simpsons, Mojo, yeah, yeah, yeah. pray for Mojo. Yeah, yeah, totally. It was it Mike? It, either, it might have been Zach who made the joke or Mike Feeney, but it was so funny. It was like because 
Jay looked weird too. It was just because he came in, yeah, in a, just a plain black hoodie, but with his hood up and a hat on, <laughs> and so it's just his face. Like, you don't really see him like that. So with a hat on, and they're like, it looks like Big Jay and Lewis look like uh, Elliot and ET. When <laughs> Elliot was riding his bike and ET was in the front of the basket. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I think Zach and the other one they said it looked like two kids who just got in trouble in the principal's office and they're just waiting there <laughs> that's excellent that's excellent this is it's also the first time we've been connected in a time like this everyone's going through it which also relieves me a little bit I'd like to say uh-huh. because you think about the Spanish flu and shit mm-hmm. like that that was bad yeah but they didn't have direct connections. They didn't know yeah. how fucking bad it was yeah. all over at the same time. Right now, we can literally get moment-to-moment update from a kid in Brazil. Kid in fucking, you know. Yeah. Cabo Wobble. Yeah. Kid in Cabo Kid in uh, Sammy Hagar's yeah. bar, Cabo Wobble. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Cabo Wobble's locked down. And Is safe. Cabo Wobble a place? I thought Cabo Wobble was just his tequila company. I think it's a place in Mexico. I think it's just, I might be just like a good because I remember. I only say that because I remember a specific interview, right? That gave me douche chills with Sammy Hagar. <laughs> or like, why'd you call it Cabo Wobble? He's uh, like, because every time I have a glass or two, I'm always walking home doing the Cabo Wobble. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I might come home as an idiot because I thought it was like a place in Mexico. I might, I might come home as an idiot because there might legitimately be a place. I thought it was like a borough. It sounds like a place. It sounds I, like a place in Mexico. Yeah, I thought it was like a Brooklyn in Mexico, Cabo Wobble. Oh man! If we had a young Jamie, we could get him to look it up right now. Yeah. Fucking uh. Yeah, so fucking bizarre. Um, we've been watching a lot of shit though. Keeping busy. Keeping up with Westworld. What did we watch all? Oh, watch all Outsider. The Outsider. We watched the whole season of Outsider. What'd you think? It's I a had whole... a fun fucking time watching. It was really it. fun. I felt like it's funny because it's like I I guess apartment's really conflicted on it because it's not great no 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 it's not that i feel like the first half yeah was so well done and it was so scary yes yes and i feel like the last quarter or whatever it falls apart but i had way more fun watching it fall apart than i did watching it when it was good yeah yeah you know what yeah, I, mean? I feel the exact same it way. was like there's so much more to make fun of yes. when it was falling apart. For, for There's so people, much more for us to like. I just remember that there was a run. Let me let me describe what it's about for people okay, who okay. don't know. Okay. So the setup is Jason Bateman is a teacher, a softball teacher, and he gets accused of this ter- horrific murder of raping, uh, raping and killing this kid and like tearing him up and like eating him and shit. And people have seen him that corroborated witnesses see him going and picking up the kid going into the woods. But there's also footage. Jason Bateman wasn't in town that day. He was in a different city doing a teacher's conference. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the start off point is like, how is this guy in two places at one point? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Uh, It's written on a Stephen King book. So it gets supernatural. Yeah, and uh, I think what you're going to talk about, we might as well spoil it. Spoilers it. It's about fucking. a witch, like Baba Yaga, skin changing fucking creature. Yeah, it's why like a demon, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a kind of like a demon thing. It's like a folklore creature where it gets your blood, and then it can kind of shape shift into you, and then it'll commit crimes and frame you for the crime. Yeah, 
and then but feed it, off the misery it feeds off the misery and it's like he eats kids because they're delicious but then he also walks around enjoying the trauma that the families yeah he lingers they say yeah and i think it's never really fully addressed but i think he has the power to access people's dreams yeah i think so i think that's the whole thing with the little girl Right. She saw him. I think he was entering her dreams, and they. I think in one of the episodes they allude to him being able to access your dreams. Mm, okay, um, that makes sense. And it was it was because really scary at first because they like it was just it's like that thing with Jaws being the shark how they don't show it yeah. because when you don't really like a lot of time he's like just wearing a hoodie you can't quite see his face you know his face is kind of fucked up. The first like you said the first half is so tense. Every every. No one turns a light on in their home. Everyone walks around the middle oh of the night. Oh, my God, yeah. You <laughs> made a go- joke that it was fucking shocked by the cinematographer of The Revenant, and, like, it looks like that. <laughs> yeah. Everything's got that gross natural lighting to yeah. it. <laughs> it's just, like, so dark all the time. Tense lighting yeah. all the time. And it's, like, it's fucking crazy. And then, uh... And it's dark, too. Like, they... Yeah. Like, when I say the kid gets fucked up, they really go out of the way to make the murder gruesome super violent you know they go into how there was like he got uh, raped by a fucking <laughs> stick he was found with like a stick up his ass and shit. and then yeah. they show part of like his shoulder where it's tore off and it looks yeah, like yeah. uh it looks like an animal did it yeah so yeah. they go out of their way to like it was it was cool because you want to see you know when yeah. you hear when you hear a show about a child murder you want it to be fucking crazy yeah, yeah and yeah. they made it pretty fucking it as crazy as it gets and then there was a witness that saw jason bateman's like the monster for, for, who was transformed into Jason Bateman yeah. when I saw him and he had like blood all over his mouth <laughs> and that was like the first joke of him just being like nosebleed yeah, yeah, right? yeah. How, like, it was weird how much after he committed the crime of murder how much it paralleled the comedy movie The Wrong Guy yes. I don't know if anyone want, who's, a, who's the guy from Kids in the Hall that starred Dave Foley Dave Foley in the movie Dave Foley gets uh he thinks the police are after him for a murder he didn't commit but it turns out there was a security camera in the room where the murder was so they know he didn't commit it yeah but he's on the run anyways and that's where the humor comes in but he walks in on his boss dead and he tries to resuscitate him he gets blood all over his face and his (laughs) clothes and he's like oh no and he runs out and he doesn't want people to think he killed him so he's leaving his office building just going nosebleed real big nosebleed and then that's the excuse the monster makes in the actual series he goes nosebleed yeah real big nosebleed every joke you made came to fruition yeah. it was getting ridiculous at a point where it was like you know you'd make a stupid offhand joke just literally one comment yeah. and then the next scene would play out in that exact way <laughs> it was fantastic it was so weird oh man you know, had a really good take on like a logic hole hmm here have me a phone i'm gonna like because she just finished it too i'm gonna try okay want to try and call her see get her take on it okay okay hold on um oh yeah it's it's i like the main actor in it too because they fucking bait you with bateman bateman so is so good a, he's so good in it bateman is a he's bateman, so dramatic though, in it because he's only in the first episode and he directs the second episode yeah it's not a bateman fucking no but the trailer has bateman all over it so you think oh, it's a he's, bateman vehicle he's baiting hey, the bateman hey how's it going hey good, lauren good we're on the podcast we're doing the podcast and we're talking about out the outsider because we finished it oh yeah yeah and so we wanted to get your take because you very recently watched it too 
Yeah, it was like I think I finished it like a day or two after you guys finished it. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I just there's something so unsatisfying. Like I, monster movies are always so fun until they show you the monster. The monster. As soon as you know what the monster <laughs> is, it's not scary anymore. He and he's such a goofy monster too. He, he's well, a like, goofball. He's getting tackled by fat guys. and. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. I was so disappointed because I like uh, I had no idea that it was going to be as creepy as it was. And then, like, I'm whatever, four episodes in. I'm like, oh, it's so creepy. I love it. And they're like, anyways, it's a, it's the boogeyman. And I was like, okay, but cool. It's like the I'm boogeyman. The and they're like, anyways, here's the boogeyman. And he's a guy. And I was like, oh, he's not scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's not only a guy. He's a guy who got... He was there's one point where he tries to kidnap a kid at like a Ren fair or like a carnival and he, the dad notices his kids about to be taken in some fat uh, he looks like Bam Margera's dad Phil Margera even older and rougher <laughs> he just yeah, tackles him and he kind of flips out like oh, oh I got to get the fuck out of here and he just kind of runs yeah and it's ridiculous but also um it is so it's fair, so like I was going to say it's so weird that they up until a certain point they play him off as like this ancient, crazy, scary demon. Unstoppable. And unstoppable. And then it's like, wait a minute. Why is he like interfering with the police investigation? Why is he scared of a cop investigation? <laughs> yeah, he's scared he's going to get yeah, caught. Yeah, no shit, hey. Especially but also like, um, to be fair, when he gets tackled by an old guy, like if he were to like, you know, super monster power out, everybody would be like, that's not a guy. Like, yeah, it's true. Like Everyone really expose himself yeah. in that way. That is very true. But I still another thing that irks me is there's a scene where the detective is going through video evidence and he pauses it. It's like a, a thing of him going to a hotel room. The security camera is a thing. <coughs> the what, demon's trying to run away from the cops. Yeah, he's trying to run from the cops, getting a hotel room, and he just. He's like, wait a minute. He pauses the frame. He's like, is he giving me the finger? <laughs> he's like leaning his middle finger up against the wall. And you're like, why is the demon giving this security camera the middle finger? At this point, you think it's still Jason Bateman. You don't think it's the demon. Yeah, you, you think, think it Jason... could be Jason Bateman. It could be guilty. Yeah, so he's like. No, it's not Jason Bateman. He would never do it. <laughs> <laughs> so the cop's like, fucking Jason Bateman giving me the finger. That motherfucker. Yeah. And then it turns out it's this ancient godless demon you know who's been alive on the earth for millions of years flipping him off and then there's a i got the impression because they i feel like they said in the show i wonder if you heard it too where they said like he has access to people's dreams um uh, maybe i don't remember that okay maybe it was just me i remember thinking like he had access he to has like dreams. access to like everything like apparently if you tell like if he's in the person's body or stole the person's body and somebody tells the person right he sees through their he eyes knows what they said so in a sense he would know their dreams if they like remembered right. their dream i guess you pointed out something that was really interesting to me which was um like a flaw like a like a big plot hole which was when the guy felt like he needed to leave town yeah because he's like you know he's like i'm feeling weird like i'm just feeling so off these days i'm like that's funny because at no point in like the terry investigation are they like oh he was acting awfully weird for that short period of time after we went to <laughs> yeah. ohio or dayton or wherever they were yeah every it's played by the main andy in hot fuzz yeah the one who goes you got a mustache I know. I know. He's played by that guy. 
And th- every time you see him, he's always making really rational decisions where it's like a bar fight breaks out and he goes to break up the bar fight and then that's fine. And then, uh, yeah, he doesn't seem off at all. Yeah. And then, but then he says, he says, I felt weird. I need to get out of town. But that was never the logic for Bateman's character. Bateman's character had a work thing he had to go to. Right. Or like any of the you other know? characters, like none of them are like, or any of the other people who got body snatched, none of them are like, oh, we were like, are their coworkers and they were like, oh, they were so off for a while. Like they were acting really strange. Like they just threw that in. You know, like why? Right. And you got the impression the demon was really weak. Like all the kills were done by the guy who he enslaved. The yeah. sharpshooter. Which was also yeah, funny ass true. when well, he got beat be up by his mom. He's like weak when he snatches a new body. <laughs> right, like, right. Very I, weak. My like least favorite part and the reason like when I finished the series I was kinda like really bummed on it is like the very last scene when she uh that Holly girl like freaks out and like checks the back of her neck. And then, like, at the end, they reveal she's been scratched. I'm like, oh, so she checks the back of her fucking neck, but she does it at any point from the time she meets the demon to the time she gets home. She never looks at her fucking wrist. Whoa. I, I ne- never noticed that she got scratched I at missed all. that, too. She was scratched. What? Me yeah, and Max completely turned. the end, she's, like, sitting on her computer uh, yeah, and then researching the- something, and it, like, shows her, like, scratch her head or something like that. And you're like, it zoomed in on her wrist, and you're just waiting for her to turn her wrist, and she turns it, and there's a scratch on it. Oh, I missed that. Oh, I totally missed that. I thought oh, it, I was pissed. I, I thought was like, it, oh, yeah, she's, she's I thought it was a happy ending. The demon, but she doesn't fucking look at her wrist. Oh. And at no point do you really see them come into contact. I was mad. I was like, this series was bullshit. I remember thinking it's weird, because how they kill the demon is he just crushes his head with a rock at the end. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's weird the, the the main character he's about to leave the demon to rot in a cave and he runs into like i'm assuming ghosts that he can see for some reason yeah of children think, he's murdered yeah i think and, the one was of his like dead son isn't it oh that's where you're getting the dream the thing from he, too like, Brayden. knew the monster was still alive is because he, the monster had like projected himself as his dead son that that's where you're getting the dream thing from oh. too remember he had the dream of his dead son and they're yeah. like that's not your son Right, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's probably what I was thinking. Yeah, that is so. I but I just remember thinking because I was having, I was enjoying the series when it was good for the first half, but I gotta admit I had way more fun when it started to really fuck up in the second half because I made so much. Me and Max just had a laughing fit. Oh my god, how bad it got. Oh, not even. I wouldn't even say bad. It was like Wicker Man type shit. Where it's like the the military guy who's possessed is this big badass. His mom comes in and she's like, hey, shunny boy, you've been <laughs> fucking up. And then it proceeds a scene where the old yeah. lady kicks his fucking ass for like 10 minutes. He's just, for 10 minutes, he's literally getting kicked in the ass across his living like, room. And there's like an 80 year old lady just beating the shit out of her son. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It's a great watch. It's a, it's a fun, fun I watch. Really, I really like the first couple episodes. Yeah, those yeah. are... Um, genuinely, genuinely good. Yeah. To to that point, and then like, yeah, I don't know. It's just as soon as like, don't ever show me a monster. If you like, you talk about it. It's so fun. And then as soon as you're like, and here's what it is. I'm like, oh yeah. Even uh, the thing that scared the shit out of me, it was right before his actual reveal, or a couple episodes before, when he talks to the cop's wife in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. it's just a dark kitchen, and he's just telling her to. That's telling her to tell her husband to get the fuck out of the investigation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his voice is so fucking distorted and scary sounding. It's and a good scene. 
again downplayed by the joke of why is he fucking trying, why is he why is he scared of a cop getting too close to the investigation yeah why is he just addressed to the cop directly like one <laughs> one little private cop can fucking get this guy off yeah oh it's bizarre yeah. any any closing thoughts on the outsider lord um i like the female character there's many of those i like holly ghibli or whatever her name is right. i like her which one's holly That's ghibli like, the one with the shining the, the black like the girl private eye yeah no, okay she's, yeah, yeah, she's, she's got the shine yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my closing. She she held it together for me because she's fucking weird, and I was like, I like her. She's a fun character to watch for sure. Yeah. She's like the Russ Cole of the series. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Definitely. Well, thank you very much for your uh, your hot take. <laughs> Hit me with the next series. Yeah, I'll absolutely. We'll uh, quarantine we'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, take See care you and have a good one. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah, outsider. Outsider. Interesting as fuck. Um, what do you West think? We're, what do you think? We're, we're two episodes in the West World. What do you think? I'm really fucking liking it. Way I more thought it than was I so good. I'm, I'm liking it. It's so far. It's like my favorite beginning of the seasons. Right. I think the first two episodes are fucking because you're just so into the characters right now and it's super enthralling. Yeah, like I wasn't smart writing too. Yes, it's it's back to um, curbing you. It's back to curbing your expectations. Yeah, because um, I wasn't excited for this season at all. I got to be honest with you. I was really? Seeing, yeah. No, I I I was not because you saw the trailers, it. right? And they didn't. And it's Aaron Paul in the future, and I'm like, what's the story going to be? What more can they go to? You know, mm -hmm. they already created Robot Heaven and stuff. I'm like the uprising, I guess. Mm -hmm. But they managed to continue the story where it still feels like a continuation from season one you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. it's still like ford's presence is still there yeah as the creator of these robot beings you know yeah. uh, arnold all that shit yeah. and uh but more it's getting into the delos versus this other company who's yeah, the, the other comp company oh i can't even remember they're the one who runs this data thing because this season's Big all about a data kind of and ai ai yeah. running human behavior kinda. yes where it's like it's it selects your AI job like, and shit yeah, yeah and then uh basically controls people yeah it and even the like um even the crime thing even where you make extra money that's still like um, an algorithm based thing where it yeah. pops up with crimes around you and then you can just pick like oh robbery blah 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 yeah yeah it's a very cool unique future I thought I love it yeah. it's very grounded f future yeah world, it was good I liked it but very um, still very futuristic very like cyberpunky mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. neo-noir in a cool yeah. way the budget is like it must be out of control budget dude it's gotta be massive did they film in Vancouver or something maybe, maybe. Cause they got some fucking. They found some great architecture too. Yeah, where I the wonder, cities look very futuristic. It's a weird thing to worry about, but I wonder how many shoots are being postponed right now. <sighs> probably, like, like yeah. it's gonna be a, like a huge law where anything new probably doesn't come out for a while. Yeah, fuck. I was wondering that too, because they say the current season Better Call Saul is airing. Yeah, and they said the one after this one's gonna be the last season. Mm-hmm. And I and I wonder if that's gonna get delayed because I'm thinking because Mike is a huge character and if he if that old guy dies they are oh, so fucked right they're totally fucked yeah Mike they got a quarantine Mike 
You got a quarantine mic? Yeah, Mike's. fuck, Mike's going, man. <laughs> yeah. That guy, that guy does not have a lot of fucking give left. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, great Mike. actor. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mike. But you're yeah, on the it's wrong like, side of whatever age you're at. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, poor Mike, dude. He looks so sick in the last <laughs> last season. He just looks so old, and he's still a badass. He's like yeah. a gruff old badass. But it is like, uh, man, they got to wrap this up, right? Because Mike has got the guy actor plays Mike's not long for like he's got he's got a decade left in him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like they're really uh, tempting fate every year they go by that they don't finish the season, right? Which is like it's interesting because this is the first season I think where Vince Gilligan's like completely out of the writers' room. Oh really? He's not writing this. Uh, this no, season? he's out of the writers' room. He I think he directed a few episodes, mm-hmm. but I think. Well, they were doing Better Call Saul this season. He was focused on El Camino. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, well, that's good. But uh, he did great. I think they're doing a great job. I think oh, it's fucking. Excellent. It's all coming together in such an interesting. It's kind of like Westworld, where everything comes together in such a natural way, where everything feels earned. Right. And it's like, oh, that's cool. And then when you see, it's not all about. I think where. Uh, other prequel kind of series yeah. fall down is like the law of their juice comes from just bringing old characters back that mm-hmm. he knows from mm-hmm. you know yeah that's where like this one like hank was in the last couple of times you see hank like, oh fuck it's hank and it's kind of a big deal mm-hmm. but it's not like the story is the story yeah. doesn't rely on them right. at all like uh like how watchman did it yeah it wasn't cheesy at all it was great no, when no, you no. saw the old characters you know yeah exactly um yeah, I get what you mean, though. It can be done very, like, fanfare Yeah. Hey, here's this guy. Like, uh, Lando, I felt like, in Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I didn't know why Lando was in there. Honestly. I mean, I know yeah. why he was in the yeah, movie. Yeah, Billy D. Williams sure. is alive, and they wanted to put Lando in there. Yeah. I mean, but Lando But they didn't tr- work him in in a way that made a lot of sense. No, no. I haven't rewatched it yet. Yeah, I, I only I, watched I, it that one time. I the haven't theater. loved... I haven't loved an honest trailers in a long time. Right. But the honest trailers that just got released for Rise of Skywalker was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, the, their jokes were pretty dead on with like just the weird things about the about the right. movie. And uh one of the jokes was something about how uh Well they're talking about how like Rise of Skywalker is almost like Donnie Darko in the way like there's a lot of plot things that make more sense if you read like additional comic books or if you mm. read like yeah have like apparently one of the references was actually one of the crawl, opening crawl references was a reference to like a fallout level that was star wars themed where you got to like really yeah not fallout uh what's the game everyone's played lewis gomez plays Oh, Fortnite? Fortnite, yeah. Okay. There's a Fort. I guess Fortnite. I was going to say that's fucking weird that Fortnite it was a Fortnite had like a, a Star Wars map or something that people they were had playing. They had like a special live event, yeah. Yeah, and apparently in that thing, it explains something in the title crawl that you couldn't get otherwise. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, so it's like really, but anyways. <laughs> that's and, fun to put in a movie. <laughs> and like, yeah, and then like one of them. The, the girl that like and they're like one of the jokes was like you get to watch Billy D. Williams hit on his daughter and apparently you only know it's his daughter from like like a book that came out about like the behind the scenes of the making of, of that movie well I thought I, I thought it was weird when Billy D. Williams fucking yeah he does hit on the girl at the very end his last line is hitting on that like 16 year old yeah she's like 
I don't know who my did she say I don't know who my father is or she no she's like I don't know where to go or something and he's, he's like, like let's you, find out yeah it like, like it was like a smooth like is want to fuck kind of <laughs> line yeah, yeah. <laughs> um also fuck Lando yeah he betrayed Han man he fucking let him right into Darth Vader yeah it's true he's not like the most noble guy I, he's just, I don't think he redeemed himself in uh last uh returning the uh jedi either his when yeah. his big comeback nah, i didn't believe it i still would have been pissed at him i remember uh watching the family guy thing the re- how they remade all the star wars family guy characters yeah okay and they talk about one of the, like the, the references in there which i never noticed until they pointed it out mm-hmm. which was i guess like after Han gets sold out yes to Darth Vader and Billy D Williams turn he turns at the end of Empire Strikes Back yeah and joins them spoilers yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoilers it's a There's great a shot scene. of him riding the Millennium Falcon with Chewie piloting it yeah and he's wearing Han's clothes for some reason <laughs> Like, it's so cunt. weird. They pointed out in the Family Guy episode, they're like, Yeah, go back and look at that scene. It's, it's like Peter. Yeah. And he's like pointing out, and you go back, and it's like, It is weird that he's like, yeah. He just, he frees fresh from betraying Han. <laughs> and he goes and raids his closet. Imagine it in an opposite. How weird would it be uh, if you died? Yeah. And, I, and I fucking, <laughs> at your funeral, I'm just clearly wearing some of your clothes. <laughs> my brown suit pants, just some brown like, jacket. Yeah. My whole outfit is yours. <sighs> I do, I cut my hair and do it like yours. And I died because I was hiding from a Nazi and you told him I was downstairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I sell you out. I sell you out. You get killed and I just start raiding your clothes. <laughs> and it's like, um, what else was I going to say about fucking uh, Billy D? Oh, yeah, imagine it in any other series. Imagine it in, like, context of Lord of the Rings where it's, like, Aragorn and them are going and then uh, fucking Gimli leads them to fucking Saruman. Gimli's not getting forgiven for that shit. No. Gimli's not coming back and being like, I'm sorry about that earlier, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that's another thing to point it out in the, uh, in the honest trailer is how quick they are to forgive people who are, like, like Darth Vader and Kylo Ren were like the head of a genocidal death cult, and then they kind of get forgiven in the movie. <laughs> yeah, like how many people Kylo Ren killed, and then he just kind of gets redeemed at the end. Hux was a spy. Hux was a fucking. It was dirty, all done for the good, greater good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, I think it says in the that movie. Hux turned the second Kylo Ren took over. He just hated Kylo Ren, so that's when he turned. Oh, okay. He just he doesn't give a fuck either way he just doesn't want he wants to hurt kylo Ren. my problem with the cinematography was that it couldn't stay still and literally like it was cutting oh what well, every yeah. two seconds it was yeah. cut i think it would have been so much better if any of those scenes the camera was just pulled back and didn't cut for at least 30 seconds yeah no and shit. just see some actual choreography and shit very music because everyone was jumping around and mm-hmm. shit but i it didn't matter because everything was so close up and everything was fucking cutting insanely and the camera was always moving and fucking it was it was hard to keep track of almost yeah for me at least yeah, it, oh yeah for sure there's like video 
video music video style editing. Yeah, and it's because it's so just fast. the story is so fast. The story is like like in Australia they call it Star Wars Episode Seven Point Five. <laughs> right, really discounts the, almost all of uh, uh, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, it made me like the Last Jedi even more. So I think. Oh yeah, Last Jedi's got to be one of my favorite Star Wars films. Yeah, favorite out, out of the new trilogy, definitely. For love sure. it. And they're like talking about literally piecing together pieces from episode seven and it cuts to them like piecing back together Kylo Ren's old helmet <laughs> the last Jedi. Yeah, and it was so fucking There was and it's funny because like I guess you have to do this and when you're a filmmaker in the public eye, uh Ryan Johnson was like, Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. I love what he did and I think JJ Abrams says he loves The Last Jedi, but it's just like I feel like you're more speaking through your work when you kind of yeah. Discount, like, purposely go against everything in the last... Does that make sense? Yeah. It was insulting to me that there was no sign of hope in this movie. Last Jedi ends with that kid grabbing that broom. Yeah, that was cool. And Ray being from nowhere. Yeah. And it that gave, was a fun... That was fun. It, it's kind of it like how most, in Westworld... In Westworld, you the writer character comes back in this episode, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, well, it kind of discounts his sacrifice right. that he made." Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, you you know? know, and and uh, and also it makes it more like fucking privileged. Yeah, like yeah, I thought, yeah. like the message of, um, because for years, for the past fucking fifteen years, every Star Wars fan has fucking ranked on. Metachlorian. Metachlorian. Yeah, one of the shit. worst additions. Of the, yeah, and it's yeah. in your bloodline, right? When the Force used to be this more spiritual thing where it's like. Like Buddhism or something, or meditation. Yes, exactly. And yes. that's what Yoda explains. Like, the fucking books don't mean shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something you gotta get. Like, it's, you know, you can read all you want and study the fucking Yoda's poems. Like, Yoda's but, like, either you know how to fuck yeah. or you can't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was. The best message Star Wars could have went with and yeah. what inspired hope. Right. I, I felt like it would have left the audience amazed if this movie came back with like, you know, Ray had to get a bunch of fucking kids and shit, you know, mm -hmm. and they were yeah. all using, you know, force sensitive shit. And it had this message of anyone can live up to the challenge. You yeah. don't have to be fucking. You don't have to be part of this royal You don't have to line. be. Palpatine's fucking incestuous granddaughter. Yes, exactly. Exactly. She she was a daughter of uh, rape and abuse. Yeah, yeah. Palpatine did not have consensual sex <laughs> no, with anyone. Fuck Palpatine? No. I remember uh, just going there. So I'm going to break from the review for a second and just say I remember going there and we're driving there. And we're late driving there. Yeah. It was me, you, and Mark. And we're like, oh, man. And we get in there just in the nick of time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, fuck. We get there. We might be able to get in for, like, before everything. Right then, Mark Miller orders four pizzas from the concession stand. <laughs> and each one of them got to go through a conveyor belt and cook. <laughs> and so it was this thing where, like, rush, 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 and get there. And then all in rest, stand still. And we're right outside the theater. Right and there. And to Mark's credit, he was like, go in. Go in and wait yeah. for me. Like, nah, man, you drove us here. Like, I can't. Yeah, I want to walk in together. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's just like, oh, <laughs> we're sitting pizza. there looking at the clock. And we're just waiting for him to get his four pizzas. <laughs> four mini pizzas that it, he ordered. It was, it was funny for me, too, because I've never been in a movie theater with hot food. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? It's so, so real food. Yeah. So, to me, it was so funny 
just even the idea of bringing a uh, mini pizza into the movie theater to me it was just it was so <laughs> let alone four right stacking four mini pizzas on your lap in four so individual <laughs> boxes oh, i loved and it then just, i thought it was amazing and then uh Missed the crawl, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. I would like to see the crawl. Missed the entire crawl. Missed the classic Star Wars opening. And then we didn't know it was in 3D, which was a huge bummer. We go there and the guy hands us 3D glasses. (sighs) Fuck. Fuck this shit. Oh, I hate 3D, dude. I watched most of the movie without the glasses on. Because I'm like, I can't stand this. I can't stand having those. uh, Like, they're so uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's so much darker. It's yeah. dim. The picture is dim with when you watch three with three D glasses. Yeah, yeah, like you take off your glasses and it's like the fucking HDR turns on and you can see the colors all of a sudden. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this movie looks beautiful. Yeah, except I got like double vision now. Except <laughs> it's blurry as fuck. And it's yeah. like both. It was infuriating watching it with or without the glasses. It was like it sucked dick. Yeah, three D sucks. Yeah, not yeah. my favorite. And it's weird that they insist on, like, especially Fort St. John. I feel like they lean into, like, every movie is a th- every movie they can do in 3D, they just do it in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. And that is infuriating. Yeah, it's a bummer. Right? Yeah, yeah it's no one's going to the theater. Yeah, Hollywood's uh, revenue was like zero or something, I read. Oh, it's, really? It's They're box, not making any box money? box office revenue was like zero, Hollywood. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, though. That's nuts. To think about that, think about like the economy standing still. Right. Yeah, it's bizarre. I'm kind of, I'm kind of up to the challenge. I feel like right now there needs to be a filmmaker. I feel like I got to bundle up, go outside, make a fucking, get on some short films while everyone's indoors. Yeah. Yeah. Go out and do something. Yeah. Make something. Be fun. Mask up. Even if you just get like me and you, I'll fucking do something. Like I'll, uh act or something like that for you just to do something too yeah finally got the theme song together fucking 100 a. episodes took 101 episodes to get a theme song going how'd you guys like it are you talking to the audience yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 fuck that's crazy man oh shade my beard had a beard going for a long ass time yeah i noticed was and it big I didn't notice how big your beard was. Well, I kept trimming because I was like, my theory was I was going to sculpt a face shape. Right. Because I got, I just saw Jamie's footage of me playing a show. Mm-hmm. And I was, when I was looking down playing my guitar, like my chin's, my double chin's so pronounced. Right. I'm just like, I got to like, I got to hide my stupid fat face. So I was like <laughs> trying to grow a beard out and then just trimming the sides and letting the bottom grow out. So I can almost do like a fake yeah, po- man. Like a point, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like a little comes down to a point. And I was kind of on my way to doing it, and and it's a I shaved for a couple. Of, one reasons I kind of the honest reasons I fucked up trimming. I was like trying to trim my mustache. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And it just the the guard I use is too short. And I just shaved my mustache. Oh, that sucks. And so it looked like one of the shaved mustaches just looked like I had an Amish guy's beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I couldn't look. I couldn't, I couldn't help but think Amish guy when I looked in the mirror. The I was like, an Abe Lincoln beard is not a good look. No, and it's a hard. It's just full neck beard. You feel like you're a preteen trying to grow a beard. That's how my beard looked when I was in high school because I couldn't grow a mustache. It just and I couldn't grow it on my cheeks or nothing. It just grew yeah. on my fucking chin. But yours, like your beard, is like thick enough to where like it's a full beard. The mustache connects to the beard. Yeah, my mustache is so thin and sparse, and it doesn't connect to my beard. Right, and it's just it looks so gross. You gotta will it. 
it's all about your mindset. I don't and think how so. you groom it. It is. No my, way. Yes, because my mustache never used to do that. How'd so, you do it? You grow out the mustache for a long time. You grow out the, your mustache, right? Uh-huh. Really long. And then once it gets to a certain length, it just starts growing longer, I feel like, after that. It's used to growing longer at a certain point. Right. So you grow out the mustache really long. And then you shave your beard, and then for a little while, you go with, like, a Saddam Hussein kind of look. <laughs> right. Where you got stubble with a the mustache. Saddam, all yeah, right. Yeah. Not, not just plain mustache. That looks kind of <laughs> that, that's, that's a, that can be an easily bad look on a lot of people. Just yeah. the mustache. But there's a Saddam Hussein looks all right on most people. Right. Is that, right. And you're talking, when you say Saddam Hussein look, you're talking stubbly beard, long mustache? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. So, so there's still like a stubble. There's still a hint of hair. Yes, yeah. So yeah. So you're not just a mustache guy. It still. So looks you're not like, a cop, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, do you want to grow a mustache? Just a mustache. Ooh. Yeah. I feel I've never liked that look. I've never liked just a mustache. I'm trying to think, there's some people who can pull off just a mustache. I feel like Mark Mullen, Mark Marin can pull off a mustache really yes. well. Cowboy guys. Yes. Like, some guys who can pull off just this. Like Daryl kind of, because his, but his mustache connects to his sideburn. So I feel like it's right. a more of a beard mustache. Yeah. Sitch. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, do that for a while though. And then, uh, and then everything just kind of comes together. Whenever you want to work on a thing, mm-hmm. you let that grow out specifically. Here's the thing. Though. And then it'll come together. Like, trust me, you grow out your mustache, and then every time you shave, you shave your face, not the mustache, for the next three times, and then you let your beard grow in, you'll you have a Keanu Reeves, John Wick beard. I don't, that, I don't like that. Oh, no, I guess his Wick beard's pretty good. Maybe I'm thinking of Stavi. When Stavi's talking about <laughs> going as John Wick, I'm yeah. picturing what he would look like with a beard. No, I mean like you'll you'll have a full like a count you'll have a counter like just full connected beard. But <laughs> the problem A, I hate the way beards feel. That's kinda like yeah. how I, like it just feels like my face is dirty all the time. It feels like I constantly have shit on my face. Feels like I ate something yeah. sticky and the stickiness is on my face. Beards can feel greasy. Too, yeah hate it hate the way that, and like the way like i i like my i just it just like it feels like when i shave my beard it feels like my face gains 20 pounds you know what mm. i mean your face looks infinitely chubbier with a beard but then i'm like am i gonna trick people into thinking i'm skinny if i have a beard is that what i'm going for i don't even <laughs> like the i don't like my hairstyle with a beard like my spiky big hair yeah. with a beard's a weird fucking look i look like a pro wrestler it's like <laughs> <laughs> Like I look like a half half retired, half in the bag, Mickey Rourke style. It's like when fucking uh, that who is it from ABBA, that guitar player. Remember he yes, wore like or a leopard. Bob Seger. Yes, yes. And it's just like I gotta, you gotta go with either the hair or the beard, right? And just either work out and get rid of the double chin, or just accept the double chin. <laughs> and because I feel like the, it's, when I get out of the shower and I had like that wet long hair and the beard, it just I looked like a pro wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> in like the, the corniest way <laughs> that's the moment where you're like fuck this yeah it was just like fuck no yeah and so I'm just like fuck it I'm just shaving the beard again and it's like I guess it's like uh, there are no shortcuts man if I want my face to look thinner <laughs> I think I just gotta diet and exercise right <laughs> I, I had some fun I wanted to talk about what? I've been playing this new uh, flight simulator right it's not a flight si- it's a f- looks hard it's a flight simulator but it's a it's a 
fucking dog like a, fighting it's like game. It's a dog fighting game. It's okay. I don't I don't even know. I've been trying to fucking think about this for like months now. I can't even think of the word of what even to call it. It's a it's right. a dog fighting game. Ace Combat, eight, the newest Ace Combat game. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing it. And I felt this weird kind of moment where, you know, it's very realistic, very sim like, you know, and you yeah. set up your weapons and you're and you're doing all these it's base. It's a Japanese uh, developer, so it's it's a Sega game. So the world is very non-binary. You know, it's like the world is split up into two countries now. You know, right. it's like the good guys and the bad guys. You know, and the good guys are underdogs and they're right. less privileged and they're poor. You know, yeah. And it's just two countries: <laughs> good guys, bad guys. So it's very non-binary. You know, you can put yourself in any position. Yeah. But you're doing these like. Yeah, you're doing these bomb strikes and shit, and a large part of the game is you're fighting unmanned UAVs. Okay. Right? Which is, like, yeah. the main enemy. Like and the drones? Yeah, yeah. drones. UAV, uh, drones. Fighting and, unmanned. by the way, how is that not at least part of the plot of the new Top Gun? Oh, it's gotta be. Gotta be at least... Has to be. I bet There's gotta be at least a conversation about drones. Oh, I game. bet they're taking out drones like crazy. Because that's yeah. what fighter pilots I mostly have to contend for nowadays, I think. Right? Right. Do you um, think uh, in in-house pilot is a better pilot than a drone pilot like do you think a drone pilot could ever get the feel of no, how to do it no no i think it's like no to me it's like electronic music versus a fucking guitar and drums right 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 i'll always i'll always stick up for that dude who yeah. has to <laughs> physically get in the plane so he doesn't black out when he's doing barrel <laughs> rolls and physically shit physically get in the plane and do it yeah Come put on. his actual life on the line yeah those right. are bad motherfuckers. Versus like some hardcore keyboard warriors who are just really good at remote controls. Yes. But right. as I was playing this, it felt like an indoctrination. Right? It felt like propaganda? Yes. Because the military, the people who fly the drones, fly them on Xbox controllers. Do they really? Yeah. They use Xbox controllers? Xbox controllers, that yeah. That's what they use to fly drones. So fucking weird. Yes. And in dark in a weird way, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm playing this game, and the mission is like, you know... Do you think there's a guy who wants a PS4? He's pushing for the PS4 controller? Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I, I bet people... Or like, or like a guy who's really picky, he's like, I want to use my controller. And they're like, no. I bet they and do. He's like... I bet he sets like, up... Like, I bet there's someone in there. Like a just, real wiener. I bet they can uh, program it to anything. Like, uh, just a quick aside. <laughs> there's like a guy... I watch this documentary, quick condensed version. Yeah. The death of Gabriel Hernandez about this boy who gets horribly abused oh, to yeah, death. Yeah. And anyway, there's a big trial about whether they're going to send his parents to death row. And he get... At first, he... The jury's out one guy. It's just one guy who's like, I don't think you should get murder one. I think you should get murder two. And everyone else has murder one. And then it cuts to the juror who held out in yeah. the dock. And he's just like, he just says like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Mm. You can tell he just enjoys wasn't being he, a pain in the ass. Wasn't he a foreign Asian guy too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's this like, I don't know. I don't think. And he's just like, you know mm. that guy. And he's just like, you <laughs> just, it's almost like you could tell he just wants to be the center of attention. Oh. And he wants to be, he wants to own the room. He's loving. And he lo he's savoring oh, yeah. every moment. I I bet he's of like that holding up free this lunch too. Yeah, yeah. Getting paid, and and then, then they had to decide whether what kind of punishment, which was like everyone in the jury pushed for death. Except mm -hmm. he's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. And then like that kind of personality type is the guy who brings his own controller to the drone. Oh. 
drone thing. He's like, mm, yeah, he yeah. just likes to be a pain. That guy set up his USB fucking PS3 controller. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, no, dude. But he the, goes. The, he goes the Duke, old school yeah. Xbox. He's on a for free. Xbox Gen One controller. Fuck yes, he's on a keyboard and mouse. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's more intuitive. They say it's once you learn how to do it, it's more intuitive. So, so yeah, it's it did feel weird where it's like setting out. Okay, you got to destroy. You know, um, this oil fuel and these. Uh, you know, these bunkers and these uh, these hangars where they're training people. And it's like a Middle East place, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, to destroy these things, you know, I need to equip the air to ground missiles and then I'm heading out and then it's just like, yep, lock on and you. How realistic is the simulation? Is it very like, is the controls like what you would do in a plane? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like flight simulation. They got it down pretty pat at this point, I think, you know? Okay. Um, but yeah. And then you, you know, you equip your air ground missiles, you lock on and then fucking you hit the button and then, yeah, you see those missiles go and then just like detach, boom, they hit up these fucking uh you know you blow up oil plants and shit on the ground you know besides uav thing you know you're destroying all these bunkers and shit doing these strikes airstrikes and shit <laughs> and a part of me was like oh this feels like an indoctrination yeah this feels yeah. like they're watching this they're watching you the like scores a, you feel like a scared parent in the 1950s watching reefer madness yeah i do i do i feel right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely feel like it's almost has a bit of uh not propaganda in it, but um, yeah, almost propaganda. Yeah, propaganda probably yeah, be the propaganda. right word. Yeah, yeah, we're <clears throat> just like pro-military because yeah, you're getting and yeah, the whole time like, uh, the main story has a slight. And probably plot. the stories is cut and dry as we are the good guys, they are the bad guys. Yes, and you're a bunch of inmates too because you get blamed for killing the president at the start, even <laughs> though you shot the jet beside him okay but anyway so they're calling you killer and stuff but they're always encouraging you like you'll go over and you'll destroy a bunch of uh bunkers and shit of people you know it's that mm-hmm. night and they're like ha ha there goes the killer again bombing them all while they're all sleeping right on man <laughs> you know and it's, like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like in like a non-ironic way or are they trying to fuck with you is a character it's, it's uh it's kind of ironic because they're like hey there's killer but it's in a oorah. That was fun. Oh, Fireworks, baby. Okay. Let's okay. light them up. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Like you a real know? Cuba Gooding Jr. Fuck that baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Cuba fucking babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very like uh, Apocalypse Now fucking, uh, what's his name? Fucking, you know, the commander there. Yeah, okay. I didn't check that out. Um, the, guy the from main, Godfather. The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy from Godfather. I don't think I can't think of his name right now. And I'm not going. I'm not even going to try. I'm yeah, too stuck. I'm on a. I'm on a stoner speedball right now. Shit. Weed and Red Bull. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, it's weird. It definitely feels weird, and uh, I love it though. It's a fun You're fucking right. game, and I love dogfighting games too. But yeah. it did seem spooky. Someone look into that. Look yeah, into yeah. it. Well, it was like, uh, like how the CIA funds certain movies and stuff, too. I think they fund Argo. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Which is, to me, weird. It's weird that a general is like reading the script of Argo. Like, oh, this is fucking awesome. This I love fucking, I love it when Ben Affleck says, Argo, oh, fuck yourself <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> that makes me laugh my dick off every time. <laughs> He's like, one note, Ben. You need one more Argo fuck yourself gag in there. I love that shit. I love that shit. I love doing dogma. <laughs> you're the fu- you're the f- you're the bomb in Phantoms, yo. 
He was the fucking bomb in the reboot. He was so Ben Affleck was amazing in Jay Silent Bob reboot. Jay Silent Bob he reboot. Like he was the legitimate the best part of the movie. That scene bomb. is the movie to me. Yeah. Do you know today uh, Kevin's doing like commentary track live on Facebook? Oh really? Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I know. Is he, is he going to post it up later though? I think VOD. I, I, I would imagine that he's going to do it live and then keep it up. Yeah, like, keep the video up. I would assume. Oh, dope! I'd love to listen to that. Watch him just smoke weed and cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that Ben Affleck scene. It's the best. He pulled off a little. I was. Bit, I, I fucking. He I pulled got off a, a little bit of magic with reboot. I was so because I haven't liked his last couple films, and so I was, and I thought the trailer looked horrendous. So yeah. I was like, "This is gonna be fucking awful." Yeah, this is gonna be. But he surprised show. me. I thought Kim did a fucking great job in reboot. He pulled it together way more than I thought. Yeah, way more oh, than I thought. Big it was. time, big time. Yeah, and like even it was full of cameos, but a lot of them weren't wink wink. Right. I felt like it wasn't as. Badly pushed in as I thought it was, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. He still has a little bit of left. I remember Kevin, or not Kevin. Um, Aaron was telling me that Lauren's never seen Kevin Smith movie, so he's gonna—they're gonna watch some. And I was thinking, how? Okay, I'm gonna tell you what I recommended. Yeah. But I'm gonna pose a question to you like it was posed to me. Right. Should, they're gonna start watching Kevin Smith movies. What do you? What do you? Someone who's never seen Kevin Smith movie before. What do you start them on? My favorite one. Someone who's not you. Someone who's, say it is Lauren. Yeah. Because you got to think, what would Lauren, what would suck her in the most? Not what would suck you in the most. Do you know what I mean? I think what would suck Or do you go with your gut and say, what would suck you in the most? Because you can't pretend to know what someone else's taste is. And you guys got to go with your taste at that point. Kind of like Quentin Tarantino always said. Quentin Tarantino always said, like, he never tries to second guess what the audio or what the audience wants. Right. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Okay, we're back. Okay. I was saying, do you go? Because Quentin Tarantino says when he's making movies, he just has to go with what he likes. He can't second guess what the audience wants. Right. So do you do that when curating movies for another person? No, I definitely put in a little bit of their influence. But I feel like in this point, and this is the contentious part, my favorite, I think, is also his best. I'd suggest Chasing Amy. But Chasing... I don't know if Warren... Because it's my favorite, too. Right. I I have trouble. I don't know if Warren would connect with Chasing Amy. I think she would. I think think that's the most connectable movie. But that's the thing, is that it's much deeper. I don't think you can go from Chasing Amy to Clerks. Yes. And be like, and still enjoy yourself, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Chasing Amy, it really deals with It's some, true, you're kind of blowing your wad. Yeah. It, it deals with some mature situation, uh, relationship shit in a very mature way. In a very mm. realistic, uh, humiliating way. Right, yeah, yeah. Clerks is clerks. It's grunge core, you know? It's fucking, yeah. it's 90s awesome. I love yeah, it. Yeah. But it's about fucking being a fucking, it's about being a slacker in and, the 90s. And to interject, the reason why I wouldn't, because certain people, I'd say Clerks should be their intro film. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. But I don't, I think just the look of it alone would be off-putting to Lauren. Right. I don't think Lauren could get into it based on the fact that it's just a grainy black and white film. Yeah, it's got that fucking 90s grain look. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love. That's yeah, like, that's great. I, yeah. I love that look but so I don't much. Think, I, I, no. don't, 
I don't, I can't see that hooking her in. I would say Chasing Amy because I think Chasing Amy has the most uh, female perspective. Okay, now go three. What three do you go? Starting with Chasing Amy, where do you go from Chasing Amy? Chasing Amy. Clerks 2. I feel like you can watch Clerks 2 without watching Mm -hmm. Clerks 1. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Clerks 2 is just a really good, fun, solid comedy. Mm -hmm. Go Clerks 2. You know, I know a lot of people who started Clerks 2 before they watched Clerks 1 in middle Mm -hmm. school. Um, Three. Jersey Girl. Interesting. Jersey Girl. That's so interesting. I went. It's funny because our lists are very close except the beginning. Right. Because I think I just I knowing what I know about Lauren. Right. I don't think Chasing Amy will go would draw Lauren in Mm -hmm. the same way. Because I feel and. It's not based off her. I honestly think Chasing Amy is a movie that means a lot. And it's going to sound sexist. It means a lot more to guys than it does girls. Okay. Do guys see it as a movie that they think girls would see it as then? <laughs> Am I that target audience of the guy? All right. I think a girl reads things completely differently. Right, right. That makes sense. That does make sense. It's so it's so much more about like the male ego and the, it's very guy. It's about coming psychologically. To- it's a guy kind of thing, you know. Absolutely, it deals with being a guy and jealousy and yes, in a way that I don't yeah, know if a girl. Okay. But so my first pick is because it's just based off of the stars, the fun, and the look of it. I right. said Dogma. Yeah, Dogma is a good one. Dogma is a it's fucking a, fun one. It's just a f- straight up fun road movie fuck yeah and kevin's writing hasn't gotten too hacky at that point hasn't gotten too crazy no dogma solid number two same as you clerks two clerks two right like clerks two is a good solid yeah. like you said you don't need to watch clerks one to get it no and it feels good and then i almost said jersey girl i was yeah. so close but then knowing lauren i was like you know what zach and mary mika porno oh fuck i never even thought of that and then Fuck I said yeah. Jersey Girl. Oh, I forgot Zack and Mirror make a porno. That would be a good introductory movie. Yeah. Mosher's still producing it. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a fucking... It's, it's a, it has the same feel as a... Funny People. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. It's, it's, that being said... It's like a Judd Apatow. Those are not my top three Smith movies, ironically no. enough. No, my top... On my taste alone, like top three. Clerks, Chasing Amy... Jersey Girl. Ooh, Jersey Girl takes it. That's a good, yeah. that's a good sleeper. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, maybe, yeah, Clerk. Yeah, I'd, pre- I'd probably put Chasing Amy first. Then Clerks. Then. It's crazy because Dogma meant so much to me when I was a kid. That w- Dogma I remember the watching Zeitgeist over. huge. Yeah. Buddy Jesus. All that shit. Yeah. Dogma yeah. was huge. It yeah. has... That movie also had a lot of Jane Bob in it too. Yeah, you know, yeah, Dogma, yeah. Dogma was yeah. Dogma entered the zeitgeist. I feel like yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love, I love Chasing Huge. Amy. I I can never just not contend with. Chasing I see Amy. what you mean too, and I think you're. I like I said, oh, it deals you know deals a lot from the female perspective. But it doesn't. It's completely from the male perspective. It just it treats the females respectably. It treats them as real human beings. Yeah, exactly. It's not like yeah, totally. And I actually might be same Jersey Girl. Might be third. Might be Jersey Girl. 
Jersey Girl is just a great. It's very underrated. Fucking good movie. Yeah, it's really Carlin. Probably good. Carlin's best work as an actor. Very. I think good. by far. I mean, he's so tender and. and I love. I love that it's a father son movie too, yeah. as much as a father daughter movie. Yeah, and it's it's funny because you were talking about, um, Mega Porn was very Aptow influenced. Yeah, you feel, the uh, influence of. Um, I want to say John Waters, but so not John Waters. Ferris Bueller, Breakfast Club. Oh, um, John Hughes. John Hughes. Yeah. Heavy John Hughes vibe. Yeah. Andre's a girl in a good way. It feels like a tribute. Although Kevin has said in interviews that like to him, that's when he started like losing passion for filmmaking a little bit. It was Jersey girl. Right. Right. Because he got shit on for it so much. Yeah, they cut out a ton of the movie because I guess a lot of the movie was Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Yeah. And then Geely came out, so the studio made him cut a ton of Ben Affleck, J-Lo in, in the film. Mm. But I love Jersey. I think Jersey Girl's great. Yeah, if you've slept on Jersey Girl, go watch it. It's a really nice movie. For sure. It's a nice movie. It's like, uh, like you said, John Hughes comedy. It's yeah. a very... Takes place during the day, bright, sunny day. You yeah. know, you're dealing with jokes that aren't too fucked up. Oh, man, I wonder... Just a quick aside with mm-hmm. Jane Silent Bob reboot. You find it really every time... Because his daughter's kind of the star of it to some degree. She's a, like, supporting cast, I guess. Yeah. You find it weird every time she's referencing having a dildo or sex or blow, blowing a guy. Very weird. Right? It was just the meta thing of watching something, watching Kevin's daughter talk about something that he wrote that he wrote for his daughter to say that's explicitly sexual. Yeah. You feel fucking weird. Yeah. I... I don't even know how to comment on it because I feel like it's enough said. <laughs> you know? Like I feel like I, I don't even know what unique perspective I would have on it. It's, it's, it's weird, <laughs> and especially because like he has a sexy daughter, so I'm thinking those thoughts yeah. about his daughter. His daughter's hot, and it's like, of course, Kevin's aware of that shit because he he had, that's the thing though. It'd be fucking a sellout for him not to do that. Yes, it would. If be, he would be betray his brand, I guess, yes. to some degree, and not do those kind of jokes. It would be so anti Kevin because he's, he's so yeah. aware of how humans just are. Yeah, that's one of his things: human conversation, how they shit talk with their friends and talk about you know, yeah, pussy and shit. Yeah, and so yeah, I feel like it would be dishonest of him not to have his daughter talk like that. So kudos, uh huh. But yeah, yeah, it's. It's, it's a very odd situation. But kudos. Yeah, for sticking to it. Kudos. I got to grab some water. Yeah, I was going to say you got to go. So I think that's, yeah. a good, that's a good spot to end it. Nice it's little excellent. awkward Kevin Smith writing sexual jokes for his daughter ending. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We're going yeah, to be episode 101. We're going to be podcasting be, like crazy yeah, now. Yeah, pumping aloud a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, so right on. Thanks for listening. For sure. All right. Peace.